listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What's going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with James Grande, bringing you the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast for a Wednesday's 10-game main slate. James, we are recording here on Tuesday evening, uh, taking a first look at this slate, and it's a pretty good one. Again, you know, loaded up, like these uh, sort of big player pools, helps spread out some of the ownership here. Um, you know, not too, too many injuries, some that we're still obviously waiting on. Uh, we have some game totals to go over. Um, you know, as our as our quick overlook, how are you feeling about it? Um, quick overlook is okay. You, I I generally subscribe to like the six to eight game slate. That's more my cup of tea. Even probably less. Like I've kind of grown to like five to seven. So ten games player pool is huge, and especially this year, John. Like these ten game slates, the injury news has been crazy leading up to roster lock. So. Um, definitely something to keep in mind just with so much COVID news going down and uh, just so many players, so many back-to-backs and te- teams like opting to sit their guys more. It's just, it's been wild on these big slates. So I'm I'm, I'm buckling in and I'm ready for another wild night of basketball because I'm sure we're going to get it. Yeah, you mentioned back-to-backs. We're looking at the Pacers. Uh, we have the Clippers, the Wizards. And the Celtics, it looks like, is the only teams yep. that are going to be on a back-to-back um, for this slate. So certainly something pay attention to. Russell Westbrook, probably not playing, right? Second night of a back-to-back, does, he doesn't do those. So Yeah, probably not playing. Probably not playing. It's Miami, so you can probably already chalk that one out. Uh, we did get word that Joel Embiid is not on the injury report, so that's good to know because he has a fantastic matchup against Charlotte that we'll obviously we'll talk more in depth about. So, uh, you know, as I said, as we break down the slate, we'll go over any of the big injury news that we come across. Uh, this is our first look here. You know, a couple game totals I'm seeing. Uh, Pacers, again, on that second night of a back-to-back, really tough back-to-back for them. Going into Milwaukee on the second night of a back-to-back, I'm not really a big fan of that play, but a 232 game total, eight and a half point spread. We have Dallas Atlanta at 223 uh, with a one and a half point spread. The old Luca versus Trey uh, revenge games of sorts. They trade. They were traded for another on draft night. Uh, the Knicks against the Bulls, uh, a 216 game total here, probably one of the lowest I've seen Chicago uh, be a part of. That's because the Knicks play uh, so slow and a lot of defense there. Um, we have Minnesota and San Antonio at a 223 and a half. LaMarcus Aldridge already ruled out of that game, so that's something uh, to take and take note of. We have Houston and OKC, 222 game total there. Uh, OKC is only getting six and a half here. Shai Gildas Alexander already ruled out. George Hill already ruled out as well, so that's something that uh, seems a little off to me. It feels like yeah. Houston should be more of a favorite, um, so we'll have to watch that one. And then Phoenix and New Orleans, uh, 224 game total there, two-point spread. Um, any of those spreads jump out to you? Anything curious to you at all? I mean, there is no way Houston's only going to be six and a half point favorite by the time we wake up tomorrow. There's just no way. Not with Shea being out. So, um, yeah, I would suspect that's like eight or nine, maybe even double digits. But John Wall is out for Houston. He's already been ruled out. So, uh, other than that. True, John Wall. I, I forgot the Wall one. That was a good point. Yeah, John Wall already officially rolled out, so uh, nothing jumps out. I mean, Indiana, Milwaukee's interesting, but I don't know. Teams on back-to-backs this year, man. They just haven't looked great, huh? So It's um, a condensed def- schedule. They're on back-to-backs, and they're playing yep. more than, than before. So 
definitely it's definitely something to to take note of and i mean you mentioned like Kawhi has played on back-to-backs and paul george has played on back-to-backs but we've also seen paul george sit a couple times on back-to-backs this year so um you know just keep that in mind yeah, He's no, not... it's, a, it's a great call. So why don't we get into it? Because we have a lot to go over here. Right. Uh, I have a FanDuel open. Uh, James, do you have DraftKings open by any chance? If not, I can yep, I do. Yep. Ah, perfect. Uh, so I'll go to you for DraftKings price wins when we need it. Uh, at the top of the point guard spot, we got Luka Doncic, Trey Young. Um, again, you know, the narrative here was that Atlanta had actually drafted uh, Luka and traded him for draft picks, in, which ultimately ended up being Trey Young and Cam Reddish, I believe um in that deal um Luca you know consistently giving you 40 fantasy points lately but no triple doubles no double doubles in the last four games if you're paying 11-5 on DraftKings like you need 60 plus fantasy points out of that to pay off that tag now he's had some tough spots two straight games against Phoenix two straight games against Utah James I don't think many point guards are going to be going off and having ceiling games in those two spots I mean that those are tough back-to-backs tough, uh, you know, pace down spots. But now he has one of the best pace up spots, one of the best matchups against Trey Young. You know, are you are you afraid of Luka? Would you play him thinking maybe ownership is down here? Yeah, I think that's probably the key. I think people won't subscribe to Luka here because of the ownership, and I'm I'm willing to throw my, uh, my $19.99 a month on Luka here just based on ownership and Ownership plus upside, we know, is through the roof. So I definitely think Luke is in play. I definitely think Trey Young is in play. If Trey Young is going to go for 50-plus against the Lakers, he can go for 50-plus against anyone because the Lakers have been the best defense in, in basketball. So Not only that, I mean, did you see what Chris Paul just did to this Mavericks team? Chris sure. Paul just lit them up like vintage maybe even better than vintage chris paul we had 37 actual i think the other day or 34 actual and was one one assist and rebound away from a triple double right so i mean and and trey is finally starting to get it together a little bit more oh no he's dude he's gotten it together he's nine straight games of or eight straight games of 50 plus DraftKings points like we're back baby we're 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 in peak trey young it's trey young season john it is Trey Young season. So, like I said, those two guys are at the top. Uh, what's their what's their DraftKings prices? We have eleven five and ten four in Fanduel. Uh, ten eight nine five respectively. So big jump. So you can save a lot, which I think people will do, and that's why I think it is interesting to pivot to Luca, probably at lower ownership. Yep. Uh, we mentioned already. We're we're pretty sure Westbrook's not playing. It hasn't been come on said, but he's yet to play a back to back yet this season. I'm not really in on Ben Simmons against Charlotte. If you are, that's fine. He's eight seven. So I get. You know, the price tag isn't horrible. Um, he did just come off a 50 fantasy point game against the Pacers, but again, there was no Embiid uh, in that game. So, you know, I don't know. For me, I, I haven't played any of Ben Simmons this year. You know, he just really hasn't been consistent enough for me to trust and pay that price tag. Plus, you know, Darren Fox against Boston with no Marcus Smart, the way Darren Fox has been playing lately to me, I, I think is really appealing. And he's just, he's $500 cheaper at 82, uh, 100 bucks. I mean, do you trust the way Chris Paul is playing right now? He's got the Pelicans. I think that's a really good revenge. matchup. For, yeah, revenge. It's a really good matchup for him. He's eight thousand dollars there. Um, you know, to me, if we're looking at like that next tier, that, that that's probably where I'm looking uh, to go. Yeah, I think the De'Aaron Fox, the kicker for De'Aaron Fox is there's no Marcus Smart. 
there, so they don't really have like that wing defender. I, I guess Jalen Brown, but would they cross match Jalen Brown and and De'Aaron Fox here? I don't know. Um, I think Jalen Jalen Brown's probably too handsy for for De'Aaron Fox, like too fast, and that I think that could compromise Jalen Brown. So I don't think they do that. I think De'Aaron Fox is in an elite. Yeah, he's gonna get Boston. he's gonna get like Kemba Walker. And right. It's, right. He, he. I mean, that's unfortunately for Kemba. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. No, the Celtics, I mean the Celtics lack rim protection, and and they don't have their best, probably their two best defensive guards. Because Peyton Pritchard was actually a pretty good defender there when he was healthy and on the floor. So you know it's going to be old man Jeff Teague and no knees Kemba Walker out there trying to <laughs> keep up with De'Aaron Fox. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think De'Aaron Fox at 8200 on Fanduel was a great price tag. What's he got to be at DraftKings though? Did they price him up on us? Uh huh. 85. 85. All right, not bad, not bad. You know he was. I was worried you're going to tell me like 93 or something <laughs> like that. So um, I, I can pay that cost. Um, you know, we mentioned Chris Paul already. You know, well, how are you feeling about the balls here? Now we have LaMelo against Charlotte. If no Rozier, you know, I know LaMelo got into some foul trouble. That certainly hurt him, but he did play 31 minutes in that game against Miami. And then Lonzo, 31 fantasy points, 32 minutes against Sacramento. Uh, those two guys are 66 and 60, $200. Yeah, I think we go back to the well with Paul John. Um, I mean, Lonzo is still 5,700 on um, DK. So I definitely think that's appealing. And I, again, I like him without Steven Adams. The fancy point per minute thing is real without Steven Adams. And he kind of showed that once again last time out. And I'm willing to go back to the well with LaMelo if there's no Rozier. Again, like like you said, there was foul trouble compromised the whole game. His two fouls early compromised his whole game. Um, plus, he didn't shoot the ball well. And LaMelo, you know, has he been consistent shooting the ball? No, but he's also shot 47% over his last seven games. So there has been, you know, light at the end of the tunnel. So I'm going right back to the well with LaMelo. And the good thing is we're not going to get him at 70% out this time because right. he burned everyone. It's going to be, he's if Rozier doesn't play, he's still going to be owned but it's not going to be 70%. There's still going to be room to leverage in tournaments. So I definitely like LaMelo. I definitely like Lonzo. I definitely think um, they should be in our player pool. I'd like to continue to thank FanDuel for keeping Darius Garland under $6,000 yeah. here. Uh, he's only 5800 on FanDuel. What's his DK price? 59 Yep, perfect. Load him in. He's playing all the yep. minutes in the world. Uh, we already got Larry Nance ruled out. We'll see what happens with Andre Drummond, who's questionable here. I mean... Garland was fantastic before the injury. He 39, yes, he 52, 37. Like he was playing a bunch of minutes and giving us the production we need. Uh, you had the Clippers on a back to back here. You mentioned guys can sit. Even if they don't sit, he's up against Reggie Jackson defense, which is fine right. by me. Uh, so, so Garland's a lock and load. You know, as, as you know, this is a first look. So these ideas are coming to me uh, while we're recording. You know, Boston's on a back to back here. Does Kemba Walker even play this back to back? Does like Jeff Teague start at point guard? Oh, Waters? You know, like does Tremont Waters start at point guard tomorrow? I mean, if that happens, it's an all in on on Sacramento, uh, <laughs> oh, on uh, on De'Aaron Fox for sure. Um, you know, just does just... Jeff Teague even play tomorrow? Like, do they just <laughs> sit both and they play Edwards? And do they play Edwards and Waters? And that those are their two point guards. They they could. I I would be a stretch. I think I would feel like I. I mean, this game will tell. We'll watch tonight. We'll see what happens. If Jet Teague plays like eleven minutes, then we know it's coming. You know, you know it's coming. You know, <laughs> you it's know. Coming. 
Uh, so we'll, we'll have to wait and see how that plays out. But that crossed my mind. You know, if Kemba's playing maybe 20 minutes tonight because they plan on playing him on the second half of back-to-back, he's 5,700 against Sacramento. I, I could probably bite into that. Um, that number is that number's a good number for Kemba Walker playing 28 minutes a night. Um, I know he's only giving you 18 and 19 fantasy points, but he's like one for 13 shooting the other day. So, like, I feel like that kind of has to come back a little bit. So, yeah. um, you know, at, at that price tag, there, there's a little bit of appeal to me. Uh, Theo Maldon didn't play well, you know, the other day against Houston, only 11 points, 17 fantasy points in 28 minutes. But now there's no shy just Alexander. So like they're going to, James and I were looking over their roster. We're not sure who the backup point guard would be. So it's, I think Maldon's playing like 35 minutes in this game. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Fandle moved his price at all, but he's still $4,300. So he's $4,800. I mean, either way, right. We just... You just play him. There, there's no John Wall on the other side. There's no Al Gilders Alexander. There's no George Hill. Like he, he's going to play 35 plus minutes. It's just they don't have another option. So um, whether or not it's a blowout or not, Maldon's going to play 35 plus. So just he's one of the better values on the slate, especially at 4,300 over on DraftKings. So Raul Nato has already been ruled out. We don't think Russell Westbrook's playing. Do you play Ish Smith? Uh, yeah, probably. $4,600. What's his DraftKings price? Um, 48 I mean, yeah, I think I think he's viable. I, th- I think he's... I mean, he's pretty good. Like, we've seen Ish Smith be really productive in the past. And if they don't have, like, point guards... I mean, they you know, they, they could be creative. Like, they've... Ooh. You're going to say Jerome Robinson. I'm not going to. I'm just clicking around some news and notes. Uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you with my, uh, my verbal gasps of there. Coach Brad Stevens says Peyton Pritchard could return as soon as Wednesday in Sacramento. Hmm. Hmm. So, hmm. I guess that's interesting because he's only missed 10 days or so. Right. So he's missed, he's missed four games. So I wonder what, if any, the limitations would be. Because right. it doesn't seem like, at least at that he traveled with them to the West Coast, which is huge. Right. And could return as soon as Wednesday in Sacramento. I mean, it just doesn't seem like there's limitations at that point. Right. Especially at that at, at missing that few like he didn't really miss time. He right. he didn't. So not really. He missed a week of games. About I mean, he got hurt I mean, on the twenty second, he missed four games. I mean, you know. Thirty nine hundred dollars on FanDuel. I gotta imagine he's probably close to min on DraftKings, right? He is 3300 I mean, if Peyton Pritchard's active and Kemba Walker's out, I think... There's there's a lot of value at point guard if, if that happens. Like, a lot. There is. This, that, that's a that's what I like clicking on these little news boards for while we're, we're going over. I'm like, this is the first look. Listen, I know, you know, we, we do a little prep. We're not going to lie to you. But, like, a lot of the times, like, we're going over this as as you guys are. This is how we break down the slate, basically, ourselves. We look over the positions. We look over the prices. We see the matchups. Uh, so coming across, you know, like I said, I would have done the same thing I just did now was click on Peyton Pritchard, see he's got a, an update on his name. Like, oh, he could play Wednesday. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Second game of a back-to-back, Kemba Walker sits, Peyton Pritchard starts. They don't have Marcus Smart. I mean, hey, I'm just throwing it out there. John, what um, what is Eric Gordon's uh, position on FanDuel? 
Eric Gordon, I believe, is a small forward. He is small forward. Okay, because they have him at point guard now. Is he point guard, shooting guard? Shoot, or? Yeah, point guard, shooting guard. And no John Wall. I mean... Mm-hmm. No, I mean, Gordon's been good even with Wall. And yeah, even with Wall. actually the other day? Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, so I, I'm with you on Gordon. I think he's fine. What's his price tag? His price, of course, I just clicked off, is uh, $5,400. Yeah, I mean, he's been in that range all season. So, I mean, like, yep. that's that's a perfect price for him. I like that a lot. Let's jump to shooting guard. Brad Beal is here. 10-8 on FanDuel. He's going to play. They don't do they keep it for- close? Do they keep it close on a back-to-back with a healthy <laughs> Miami team? Do they They don't keep many games close, so <laughs> probably not. But, like, he plays in those he games. He plays too. all the minutes regardless. Um. So, yeah, Bradley Beal's there. Zach Levine in, in a very slow-down mm-hmm. game at 9K. No, thanks. Know. Yeah, I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm really gonna look in that direction. Um, Paul George on a back-to-back against Cleveland. We'll see if he plays. Probably not. He uh, does. If he does, it's a great spot. If he does, it's a great spot. It's true. Eighty-four hundred dollars. They didn't move his price back because it's just the next slate for Fanduel. Um, <laughs> I think you lock and load Oladipo at eighty-two, right? Like that's your play. Yeah, it's just I'm just concerned about the. It gets out of hand because it got out of hand with freaking. How with Shea in the lineup? Like, what's yeah. it going to be without? There's him no the wall though now. Like, there's at least a little more concentration. <sighs> we love Oladipo, so like, I I want to agree, I really do, and I'm not disagreeing, but I'm going to sit on it because okay. I think I think it is interesting, but I want to sit on it tomorrow and see. I want when we wake up tomorrow, I want to see where the line is. That's that's what I want. So we, if it's like at like ten. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I mean, we saw he doesn't play in blowouts. Like twenty-four minutes. If we only got twenty-four minutes at seven, eight hundred dollars, like it's it's a tough, tough pill to swallow. There. I agree with you. I, I can I can give you that. Um, we already know that LMA has been ruled out for this game against Minnesota. Demar Derozan seventy-two hundred dollars uh, on Fanduel. Does what's is he still seven k on DraftKings? Is he under? He's sixty nine small forward power forward. But yeah, you yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. You, you mean, don't have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I understand Derek White's back, and like, there's other guys that are uh, in really advantageous positions in this matchup because it's Minnesota, uh, and pretty much everybody uh, who goes up against Minnesota is usually in in a really good spot here. <laughs> Um, you know, but when we have LaMarcus Aldridge off the floor of the season, uh, you know, you're looking at DeMar DeRozan, what a 27.8% usage rate, 1.33 fantasy points. Oh, yeah. that. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's the highest on the team by far of anybody else. Um, you know, it's just, it's just a lock and load play. So yep. yeah, that, that is an, on a core build play. He'll be in all, a lot of lineups. I feel for sure. Um, we go down into the mid tier here. Buddy Heald's been really playing well of late. Uh, Emmanuel quickly against Chicago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, matchup we literally just saw 32 <laughs> fantasy points for him there, 30 minutes. There's a reason why Elf Payton, we didn't even talk about it, and he's $4,300 on FanDuel. They're just like, nope, Elf's done. Quickly's here. Uh, 5,800, that's that's a lock and load play on FanDuel. Yeah, I don't need to really say anything more. You said, as soon as you said 30 minutes, like, sewed it up, you know? I mean, we just see, look at the ascent, the minutes, 23, 25, 27, 30, last four games. Like, it just is what it is. He's, he is the guy in New York right now. Yeah. And you just, 
you just play him like it's just you just play him and you move on uh do you think jeremy lamb plays on a back-to-back that's interesting because he's playing really well i i'm i'm interested with indiana because they're winning so big and they're gonna be up 20 after three quarters so i'm interested because i wonder if they get the fourth quarter off if that's like that helps them not play tomorrow or like helps them like all suit up tomorrow i like i think he might but we'll see that's a that's definitely an interesting uh name to bring up because he's having a really good night and that's the highest total on the board right now and he's been really good lately so like yeah I, i would like jeremy lamb if he played um and that same price range on Fanduel, we have tyrese halliburton we have Devonte graham um anybody there anthony edwards even uh, those guys are in that low 5k tier yeah i mean i think they're both and all, all three are actually viable uh halliburton's really good has been really good he's shooting very poorly but like look at the numbers the, the assist numbers 11 6 6 rebounds 11 7 11 he just hasn't shot well. He hasn't shot better than 40% three straight games. So um, <clears throat> I think Halliburton firmly in play. He's playing 30-plus minutes. Edwards is, I think, obviously better if Russell doesn't play. But I, I think he's, you know, he's still starting with right. even with Russell. So I would prefer if Russell sat. But, I mean, I get it if you want to go there. Uh, somebody that you nailed was Malik Monk. <laughs> Would you play Malik Monk if Terry Rozier is ruled out again here? Do, or do you think his, uh, like, nine threes is, is not likely to reoccur? <laughs> I mean, he it, he played 40 minutes, right? So we, we definitely have to take that into consideration as well. Because I don't think that's... And how much of that I, was foul trouble from Ball, you know? Well, yes, but, the, I mean, Ball still played 30 minutes. So it's not like they weren't playing together. You know, like, LaMelo plays 30. I know it was overtime. I I just don't see how you wouldn't give him extended run after seeing what he just did. You know, and it's this, like, we've now gotten a two-game sample of him shooting the ball well. We know that he's lightning in a bottle. I'm not, like, saying I'm going all in on Malik Monk, but he's still 4K on DraftKings. So I'd probably be interested i don't think it's as a lock and load but I, I definitely would be interested and the other player that we actually touted against houston was hamu diallo the other day he only played 15 minutes but on FanDuel that came up to 26 fantasy points still 15 2 4 and 1 you mentioned it was a blowout we think he starts though in this game right mm-hmm. he's got a probably yep. starting so you know yeah i mean i mean i'm in you i don't know why they don't play him more I, the two games earlier in the year where he like went nutty and he played like 27 minutes, and then just like suddenly they're like, "Nah, that's you're we're pushing it," and then they don't play him minutes. So I don't really get it, but I mean they have like a three guard rotation. Unless we hear someone's called out from the G League, they don't really have people. So um, fire up Diallo, fire up Maldon. They're both firmly in play. Uh, small forward, we have Kawhi at 9-4. We have Jalen Brown at 8,700. Jimmy Butler at 85. Brandon Ingram at 82. That's your 8K and above tier. Do you have a, a preference there? I mean, Kawhi has made it clear he wants to play back-to-backs this year, so 
We'll wait and see if he is going to play the back-to-back. They're in a really tough game with the Nets right now, late in the fourth. He'll be fine if he plays. Obviously, Butler's been incredible since returning from COVID protocol. Um, it's, a, it's a fantastic matchup, but does the game stay close? I don't know. Middleton's re- would would have gone. He would have put up 60 fantasy points the other night if he was able to play a full allotment of minutes. But Indiana's a tougher matchup. I've ex- I I like Middleton, and then Ingram, man, it just is whatever right now. I don't know why he's still priced at 8K. That's that's what I have to say about Ingram. No, yep, that's fine. Uh, Chris Middleton below them, Tobias Harris, Gordon Hayward, uh, Malik Beasley, and R.J. Barrett uh, is sort of the below 8K. I'll throw Harrison Barnes. So Harrison Barnes to... Um, to Middleton is your seven seventy nine hundred to six K range. Wait, did I did I now mention Jalen? I'm sorry, because I would definitely love to play Jalen Brown against Sacramento. Yeah, he's eighty seven hundred. What is he on DraftKings? He is seventy nine, and he yeah. was actually. I remember we were talking about it on last night's podcast, where he was seventy eight hundred going in tonight. We were like, that's just that's yeah. silly. But he even gets a better matchup against Sacramento. Imagine it's no Kemba too, like. Right. how concentrated Boston's off already concentrated offense will be. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's even at 8,700, I feel like you would have to give Jalen Brown consideration and nobody plays him at that price, but right. concentrated offense plus great matchup. I mean, it's pretty good spot. It sorry is really good for, spot. Sorry for excluding him there. No, no, it's fine. I, I agree with you. I think he's in a great spot. I'm not really like in love with the guys really. I mean, you mentioned, you know, Middleton against the Pacers is, you know, he's kind of always a cash game play, I guess. You know, if Indiana does keep it close because you said they're in a blow and now, like, you know, that'll be interesting for them. Not really feeling Tobias for me personally. Uh, Gordon Hayward at $7,400. The price is at least dropping on him. Um, you know, he played 41 minutes the other day, 36 against Milwaukee at 41 fantasy points. Like, he's fine. You know, it's he gets the really off the really hot starts and then, like, for whatever reason, like, just fades. So like that that tends to to worry me a little bit there. Um, it's more so like you know the tier of like R.J. Barrett, Harrison Barnes, Keldon Johnson with no yep. Lamar. Hell yeah, hell like, yeah. Johnson's fifty seven hundred dollars. Yep, 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 yep. I mean, he is very up and down. Like Keldon Johnson is a is a roller coaster uh, of a of a roster, but I mean the highs are really high, man. We saw it the other night, twenty five, ten, three, a block and a steal. I mean. Come on, and it's Minnesota, so I, I'm in. And he, he's averaged almost 30 fantasy points against them. Plenty of rebounding opportunities. Yeah, Keldon Johnson, I don't know, like 5,700, that sounds like a core play to me without Aldridge, doesn't it? Like, it's as it close to one as you no, get. It does. I agree with you. I think I think it's pretty close to a core play with no LMA. We mentioned Eric Gordon already. He's 49. Um, you're not going to chase Josh Hart points, I assume. I mean... Doesn't it? It always feels like Josh Hart's kind of in play. It it's definitely like chasing, but like I have, I feel that I I might have a lot of interest in Josh Hart like on a regular basis. So maybe that's just me. I I wouldn't consider it chasing because I play a lot of Josh Hart. But I mean, it's definitely a tough spot. It's definitely a tough spot. Like it's really slow. This game's gonna be really slow. He looked horrible against them already once this year. So like. You know, some people would consider it chasing. I, I don't because I've there, there's a lot of value on this slate, James. I don't there's, know, there is you know, a ton we're, of value. We're coming across it now 
you know, we've, we've gone through 10 game slates where there hasn't been a ton of value, but you know, we, you mentioned like hot there, uh, you know, Seti Osman, you know, he, he didn't start. He actually played 17 minutes and still came through a big production against Minnesota. Lou Dort is a small forward on FanDuel. He's $4,400. Again, we're talking no SGA, so there could be more offense heading his way. Mm-hmm. P.J. Washington has already been ruled out. Miles Bridges is $4,200. Yeah, and he – and I said it to you, I think, the other day that him and LaMelo have, like, a very good connection with one another – and the minutes have really been there for Bridges. Mm-hmm. We both like Bridges quite a I bit. I love him. I wish he would play more. I do. It's just they they brought in Hayward and took his right. job. <laughs> right. They brought in Hayward and I mean and they also have PJ Washington. Like so both positions are just full like there's just a log jam and, and all that talk about Washington playing center, well that's not happening because Cody Zeller's playing so well. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, I definitely have interest in, in PJ Washington. It's a definitely a tough spot, you know, no doubt about it. It's a tough spot, but um, I can get down with uh, with some. Uh, I I just call them PJ Washington, but I with my no PJ Washington, you can get down with some bridges. Yes, is what you're yes is what you're trying to say. London Bridge. Yes, give me all the London Bridge tomorrow. Um, Jason Tate's still playing really well. If we think blowout here, thoughts. I feel like there is too much value, but I'm not like totally opposed to it. But like you just said, there's a ton of value. Do we need to go there? Mm, I don't know. Interesting. Uh, Power forward Giannis against the Pacers uh, at 11,200. Jason Tatum against Sacramento at $9,500. You got Bam against Washington at 91. As a power forward, Christian Wood, power forward, eighty nine hundred dollars. John Sabonis, Sabonis is first off, he's going insane tonight, and he's going to win people a lot of money. But he's eighty three hundred dollars on DraftKings in a total of two thirty two. I know it's a tough spot, but like. We talk. We talked about Boston's offense. I have said this so much this year, but Indiana has like three guys that shoot the basketball, and Sabonis is at the top of that list. Like I don't know, eighty three hundred. That seems like the spot that you want when you're talking about Demonte Sabonis, where you still feel like you're going to get a ceiling game. Like you still feel like there's upside at that price. I don't know. That's what stood out to me right there. Obviously, Tatum against Sacramento is great. Sure. Giannis can obviously go for 60, sure. Julius Randle, nice and safe, sure. But, like, Sabonis at 83, he has 23, 13, and 5. And he has played three quarters. Three. Three quarters. And two steals. Like, just cherry on top. I don't know, man. 8,300 just sums off. Something's wrong, something's wrong about that price. Yeah, that is, that's actually pretty cheap. Uh, I'll, I'll give you... I'll give you that 100%. What else will we be looking at here? Where, where's your, your next tier? Uh, Porzingis is interesting. He was way too cheap on FanDuel the other day. And 75. Anyone, anyone who took... Yeah, and he was. I think he was 7,000 the other day. And I, anyone that took advantage of that, you know, paid off. Uh, so I like I like that price. Zion, of course, you know, Zion cash. Is, Zion is 83. You don't love that, but like cash games, right? I like that he gave us three blocks and two steals, though. 
So like, he, could, he has us, way more. Give us, give us that, and in... then give us twenty six points with it, and we'll yeah, be. I know, I know, I know. We're we're getting one or the other. Um, I think I think so. I think Zion and Cash Games is good. Uh, Laurie Markkinen is obviously coming off a monster outing. He scored thirty now in back to back games. It, it's not a great spot, but he's playing well. So like, just there's no reason not to go there. I want to say who I'm going to say, but I know he's a center on Fanduel, so I'll leave him for you for the next posi- for the next position. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't love this mid tier. Yeah, you just he's on Laurie Markkinen's team. We oh, already okay. talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll leave him we'll leave him for the crowd because he's still a power forward on uh power forward only on DraftKings. But I think after Markinen Did you mention Torian Prince yet? He's a power forward on FanDuel. I have not, but he's forty nine hundred dollars. He's fifty four so, on FanDuel. Both both viable price tags, I think, because we already know that Larry Nance is out. Yeah, he and, played thirty one minutes. Played more than yeah, I yeah, I mean he's gonna play thirty minutes again, so uh, just for a usage con- con- uh, condensed usage play, Basley potentially fifty one hundred. Yeah, condensed usage play. That's fine. I don't. I don't hate it. I also don't hate. Um, uh, never mind. I was gonna say Bobby Portis, but we're not in a blowout scenario. He went literally crazy in that last game, but not. It's not a blowout, so at least we're not expecting it to. Um, uh, right. Uh... Daniel Tice. Tyson's forty nine, yeah. Tyson's forty nine is a yep. good Sub five K on sub five K on Fanduel as well, so or on DraftKings as well. So I'd, I'd go back to the well with Tyson. And a lot of those guys we mentioned in small forward, you can play on DraftKings. Right, too. right, right, right. Uh, at center, we have a beat against Charlotte again. Really great spot for him um, this year against Charlotte. You know, forty two fantasy points in thirty eight six minutes, nineteen and fourteen. Not really great, but he followed that game up because they played back to back against one each other. 47 fantasy points in 24 minutes. So, like, you know, he was on pace for, like, a 70 fantasy point game there. You know, do we think that Charlotte's able to even keep this one competitive here? I don't know. Philly's been really good. They have been really, really good this year. But, you know, it's it's, it's a... I don't know, man. He went for 60 fantasy points in 27 minutes. So, like, is that a possibility as well? Yeah. He's been incredible this year, so I'm I'm willing to play Embiid even in a blowout. I think just based on the production that he's that he's giving us, even when it is a twenty point lead. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, I I really like going centers against Dallas of late. They haven't been very good, and mm-hmm. we're getting Capella's really you know not the monster games we saw against Detroit, Minnesota, obviously, but like this is a matchup where he should be able to give us another really solid double double. I think you know my feelings on Clint Capella at 8,800, and I'm probably not going to play in there. Personally, I don't. I don't think I'm going to play in there. I love the spot. I don't love the price. Okay. Um, Rashawn Holmes is 7K against Boston. Yeah, Boston's front court is going to get beat up here for sure. They're going to get beat up, and then the good thing is, like, we worry about foul trouble with Holmes. Who's going to put him in foul trouble? Tice. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that's gonna happen. So, right. uh, would you pay eighty two hundred for DeAndre Ayton if there is no Stephen Adams? Yes, he's seventy four on DraftKings. I w- I'd much rather pay that. But yeah, I would. I would. I would pay that price tag. Would you play a blowout game theory narrative with Demarcus Cousins? 
That could be interesting. Because he went crazy in 20 minutes against right. OKC the last time. So, yeah, in a tournament, not in cash. So, if you ask me a cash question, I'm going to smack you upside the head. All right. But uh, How about this player? Yeah. How about this player in cash, then? Thaddeus Young. Because yes. he's center now on FanDuel. Yep. yep, that's going to be teased. Um, yeah, I mean, he's been incredible since entering this, like, 29 to 31 minute range that he's playing so uh eight plus assists in three straight games eight plus points in three straight games eight plus rebounds in three straight games i mean he's just doing it all and he has a steal in let's see four straight five straight six eight straight games just yeah he's he is entrenched in cash i would play him in tournaments because they're still upside at this price too so yes that give me give me as much that he's young as as uh i can handle uh Jakob Pertle thoughts I hate when Jakob Pertle starts man I do um he has to be I think we has we have to consider him just with no Aldridge probably starts he's been playing 20 minutes with regularity so I think we we could play him it's the best spot on the board for centers too so I think he's in play it's not my favorite thing to do but I I do think um, he's in play. And I would go back to the well with one of the two New Orleans centers. I don't know who, but Willie Hernan Gomez went crazy the other day. Um, 33 fantasy points in, 23 min- in 28 minutes. But mm-hmm. he also was on the floor a lot because Jackson Hayes got in foul trouble. Right. Hayes so, played 11 minutes, had four fouls, but also had seven points and four boards. So... He was also very well on his way to having a a big game. So I think I would play, like, they're both options. Hernan Gomez obviously had the better game, but does that mean he's going to have the better game next time out? No, that just happened likely due to foul trouble. So I I don't know. Um, I think they both should be options, though. Yep, I'm with you on that one. Uh, Any final thoughts here? That kind of wraps up our center spot. Um, yeah, I mean, how about we, uh, let everyone know that we're going to start a little, uh, subscriber league over on DraftKings, John. Yeah, you know, we've, uh, we've talked about it a few times, uh, here and there, and we've definitely heard your requests in chat to do so. So we have created a league. Uh, if you are listening to this podcast, then DM either myself or James, your, uh, DraftKings username, and we will invite you into the league. Uh, we will open up a contest uh, for you to play against us and the rest of FA Nation as well. Uh, we'll only have limited spots here to ensure that it fills. Um, so just be on the lookout for that. And again, if you're listening to this podcast, you are hearing this now. DM myself at jmpemba 77 or James at the underscore real underscore grande. Uh, you can also get us in subscriber chat and DM us there if you want. Uh, let us know what your usernames are, and we will add you into the Fantasy Alarm uh, League, and we will get this going for y'all. So uh, finally happened. It should be fun. Uh, it'll be a good time for all. Yes, sir. I was going to I was gonna mention the subscriber chat as well, too, because, you know, not everyone has Twitter. Not everyone's as active on Twitter as they are in subscriber chat because we got some active subscribers, I'll tell you that. So, um if you yeah, are listening up... to this, though, you should get a Twitter because <laughs> it's a a lot of the news that you need throughout the day come. And all you have to do is follow the Fantasy Alarm NBA 
Twitter handle if you want nothing else to do with Twitter than just do that uh, and get all of your NBA lineup news and, and everything just from that one source. So uh, follow me, follow James, follow Sean, follow Fancy, follow Ronis, and follow the Fantasy Alarm Twitter accounts, and you'd be all set. Yeah, I, I, John, I couldn't tie a better bow onto this podcast. Perfect, perfect. So that's it. we got a full day slate coverage for y'all. Uh, good luck, and we will catch y'all next time.